0: Hello everybody, welcome back to the WTF1 That Time When podcast. I'm Matt. I'm Tommy. I'm Jess. And today we are going to be talking about that time when four drivers were in the title finale. We love a title finale going down to the wire between two drivers. But imagine a title showdown between not two, not three, but four
1: Surely four that's never drivers.
0: Oh, it has, Jess. Today we're going to be talking about that time when four drivers were in the title finale at Abu Dhabi in 2010. And what wow. a banger it was, eh, Tommy? What a season. Shall we have a look at what F1 was like back in 2010, which was almost a decade ago?
2: Wow, I feel very old, you saying that. But you haven't aged at all. I know you haven't. You look the same. I do. Tell me, F1 2010. 2010, so What did yeah, it look like? Yeah, Braun were gone. After their one and only season of wrapping both titles, the
1: they did Nico Rosberg. They did,
2: yeah. That's
1: enough. I'm gonna. Well, are they
2: better than Nico Rosberg? Because they just entered once, so they have a hundred percent record win, of winning win the title. Yep. That's pretty mega. Uh, they were now Mercedes with an all-German lineup of Schumi and Rosberg. So Schumi oh. was back.
1: <laughs> Is that for Rosberg? Yeah. No! <laughs> <laughs>
2: I can't even um, joke about that. So they, they weren't quite up to scratch in that season. They were competitive. They were getting podiums and things, but the title challenges were Red Bull with Sebastian Vettel and Mark Webber in what you'd argue is probably the best car of that season. Yeah, And then you had McLaren had the two most recent champions of Jenson Button and Lewis Hamilton. And then Ferrari had Fernando Alonso and Felipe Massa. And then you also had a Robert Kubica in a Renault who was... Really, really good. If you haven't watched F1 for a very long time and wonder why people praised Kubica back then, this was when he was like peak, epic Robert Kubica. Ferrari. Ferrari were rumoured. Yeah, he was incredible that season.
0: So the title changed uh, quite a few times during that season, um, Hmm. which you would expect if there's four drivers going into the final race um, with a showdown. And I do love it when it says... In brackets, Tommy Stat. Yeah. Uh, it means there's something special coming out of uh, of your mouth right well, now, so let's go.
2: Yeah, it wasn't just uh, the title where, like I say, multiple drivers. The fact that the championship changed so much during the season, we used to, you know, Hamilton pretty much leading the title the whole way. This season, so I would read the race and then who was leading the title. So Bahrain, Alonso. Australia, Alonso. Malaysia, Massa. China, Button. Spain, Button was still leading. And then Monaco, Webber led and then led into Turkey. And then from Canada to the British Grand Prix, Hamilton led. (laughs) uh, Sorry, Germany Hamilton led as well. Weber took over the lead in Hungary. Then Hamilton took over the lead in Belgium. (laughs) Then Weber took over the lead again in Italy. Singapore, Weber was still leading, and Japan. And then Korea, Alonso uh, led the race, uh, led the, sorry, championship. Brazil, Alonso was still leading, going into the final Abu Dhabi. So, Unreal. We were spoiled back
0: in 2010, weren't we? Yeah.
2: And another interesting thing about that was uh, there was only ever the race win, the points of a race win, separating the top three in the title for the entire season. The top three in the title were separated by less than a race win. Not just the top two, the top three you're saying things I like to hear, Tommy. Yeah. That's, what? That's what a year. We can only
1: dream of that right now. Yeah,
0: <laughs> five race wins, and then maybe we're we're talking for, between the top two. Uh, so yeah. this was actually the first year with the the new point system. Um, yeah, how was it? Today. How was it received uh, back then? When in 2010? Do you remember? Uh,
2: pretty well, uh, especially because one of the ideas which we mocked in a recent, uh, well, a video a couple of years ago, was one of Bernie's medal ideas. Oh yeah. So that was proposed to be implemented um around this and the the reason they came up with this new system was because they wanted to reward the winner more. So before you only had a gap of two mm. two points where it went from ten to eight. Now it went from twenty five to eighteen. 18 yep. So it was a bigger gap. So it gave people more of an incentive to go on and win the race. That was the idea.
0: So let's uh take a look at the <coughs> penultimate race at Brazil. So it seemed like potentially that the finale would be only a two-horse race. So you had Red Oh, does someone want to turn off their slack? Red Bull took a 1-2 in Brazil uh, to win the Constructors' title and Vettel somewhat controversially won from Weber, is that right?
2: It is. Not controversially in a multi-21 sense, (laughs) but um, in the sense that Vettel was still mathematically in the title, but after the Korean Grand Prix, which was the uh, third from last round... Mm. Vettel was leading the race quite comfortably and was going to win and look like he'd make some good ground on the title and had a catastrophic engine failure. And it basically knocked him very far down in the title. Alonso won the race and it looked like it was going to be between uh, Alonso and Weber. So with Vettel winning that race in Brazil, many people said, well, what are Red Bull doing? They need to let Weber win the race because then they'd go into Abu Dhabi And Webber would only be one point behind Alonso, and not uh, seven points. Sorry, uh, eight points, which he was.
0: Right. So he kept himself Hmm. in the fight, which obviously turned out to be rather, rather good for him. Yeah, and sorry, I need to cough. I need to cough. You get emotional
2: because it's It's like what you said when you know when you're holding in a cough and then your your eyes stream. Yeah.
0: Oh, I mean, start crying because um, no more coughing.
2: Right, carry on. Sorry, I'm just so emotional <laughs> about thinking about having four drivers in know, the it, title fight at Abu Dhabi. Oh Dabi. my God, mouth-watering. Um, yeah. Was but this back when you were a Vettel fan as well? I was actually, yeah, so I was very nervous during were this Were you race. writing for Red Bull then? Was that you no, not quite, no. Not quite, no, not quite. WTF1 was only... Just born. Just born that year. Infant. Wow. Back when you were on a that? Facebook yeah. page, right? Tumblr. About it.
1: Tumblr. Tumblr.
2: Tumblr. Tumblr. Good old Tumblr. Yeah.
1: When was the last time you posted a Tumblr?
0: three, wow. four years Rimbial ago. remember your roots, Tommy, for God's sake. <laughs> uh, right, carry on. So how the title looked going into Abu Dhabi, Button was now mathematically out of the title, having been in it at Brazil. Yeah. So, so it could have been a five-man.
2: A five-man title up until the penultimate race. It just gets better, doesn't it? <laughs> it just gets better and better this season. Uh, I'll admit the races maybe weren't as bangers as maybe mm. we've enjoyed especially in the last three races of this yeah. season but my god the title was amazing
1: i think it's always the 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 ability for multiple drivers and multiple teams to get that those top spots rather than it just risk like cycling through okay mercedes going to win the majority of them red bull could probably come in and nab a couple yeah. and then ferrari should be up there it was genuinely anyone's game or at least across exactly those, those you look teams. at the
2: most recent championships and realistically it's been dominated by Sebastian Vettel for a number of years and then dominated by Hamilton or Mercedes for mm. those years. So the fact that this season it was still super close and people were swapping and changing all the time made it pretty damn good. Pretty damn good and it was it's been the only
0: time in F1 history that four drivers were in the title showdown.
2: Yeah. So the title showdown was Alonso had 246 points Weber had 238 points Vettel had 231 points and Hamilton had 222. points. That's
0: ridiculous that four drivers have that many points over the course of a season. But it did seem obviously going into this we talk about it being a four horse race. I remember thinking that you know that some of them are out of the out of the fight, right? It wasn't it was usually it was between Alonso and Weber and that's the reason why such chaos unfolded was yeah. because Alonso and Weber were almost watching each other and not the others behind, right?
2: Exactly. So Hamilton really needed a miracle to be honest. I can give you a brief overview of who needed what because... Okay, who needed what to win the title? It's very complicated. It's very complicated because obviously there are four drivers. Normally we're used to two and you can just say, this yeah. guy needs this, this guy needs this. So Alonso, if Al- uh, Alonso won or finished second, he would have been champion regardless of where anyone else would have finished. If Weber would have won the race, Alonso only needed third, fourth, or fifth. Weber needed to, uh, if Weber won, Alonso had to be third or lower for Weber to be champion. And uh, a key thing for Weber, if Vettel won the race, Weber could not be champion, no matter what happened. Then for Vettel, he realistically had to win the race. Uh, if Vettel won, he needed Alonso P5 or lower. And Hamilton was. Really unlikely, even though he was still mathematically in it. He needed to win the race. Alonso wasn't allowed to score any points. Weber needed to be lower than sixth, and Vettel needed third or lower. So, what Hamilton cool. needed was a miracle, a miracle, as did or Weber and Alonso to collide. And Vettel, realistically, yeah, Alonso a miracle as well. Uh, had, he if,
1: fin- had Alonso finished anywhere near that? Like fifth? Uh,
2: no. So, thinking of the previous races, so Alonso was third in Brazil. And he'd won in Korea, he'd won in Singapore. So he was banging in podiums all the time. Yeah. So, Very unlikely, unlikely to finish uh,
0: lower than that. Mm.
2: So let's turn our
0: attention to qualifying. So Vettel takes his 10th pole of the year, which is uh, frightening to think and, and weird to think that he had 10 poles in the year, but then also yeah. the title came down with four four yeah. people.
2: And if anyone listen, uh, the, um when I went through that stat, will notice that Sebastian Vettel hadn't led the title at any point during that season. And he'd had 10 poles.
0: That's ridiculous. Uh, So Hamilton was on the front row with him with uh, main title challengers, Alonso in third and Webber in
1: fifth. So Webber had a bit of a
0: shocker.
2: Yes, he did. Pooed
0: his pants a little bit. Pooed
2: his pants. Yeah, not, not the kind of result you need to be banging in when you're on the and verge the of your title world idea. title. Yeah,
0: for sure. Uh, so looking towards the race now, so Vettel leads from Hamilton, Button passes Alonso for third. Uh, he started fourth originally. And then there was a first lap huge crash, which we actually just watched uh, before going live, which was uh, very frightening between uh, Michael Schumacher and Tonio Liuzzi.
1: Which is my favourite F1 driver name to say, just FYI. Donio um, Liuzzi. Lu- Don-
0: Don- Don- Donio Liuzzi. And uh, very scary crash, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It, was. Uh, yeah. it very much screamed for something like the halo device to be introduced didn't it in, in uh, yeah. that was that was the perfect
2: you'd be amazed that the halo for... wasn't introduced after that the year after that after watching that incident he is so close to schumacher's head he's so close to just essentially spearing straight into schumacher's head yeah it is it a very very grin. close
0: call um so so with that crash the safety car came out on lap one and tommy it
2: proved pivotal pivotal pivotal, pivotal. yes it did. why um, because people pitted, and this is an era <laughs>
1: <laughs> under a safety car, a safety
2: car. on lap one. But crucially, uh, we should mention that this was the Bridgestone era, if you remember. Remember that those feels days? Like a long time Basically again. made it of does. concrete. Yes, those tires you, just could, did degrade. you could pit for could do the whole season on them. You could do the whole season. <laughs> them. The, you didn't have the Pirelli tyres. This was before F1 introduced Pirelli, and their job was to. Degrading tyres. F1
0: fans didn't know back then of a three, four, five stop unless it was no. Michael Schumacher doing so, an
2: unbelievable, you know, Manning Core or anything. Exactly. just Off the top of my head. <laughs> Carry on. But they still had to do a mandatory pit stop. So this was an era where they had options and prime and options with a softer tyre and they had Prince to use both part. compounds. Yeah. So similar Very to the Very simple do now. to understand as well. Yeah. No C1, so, C2, C3, C4, C5. No.
1: We're still like. Just Come on. what?
2: Yeah. Just what? <laughs> just yeah, what exactly. Does that mean? So the people that started on the options. Like we were saying earlier, you could do a whole season on the primes, pit on lap one because they thought, get my pit stop out of the way, yeah. back behind the safety car, yep. sorted. And yeah, they could, they essentially now were out of position and including the five drivers that did pit on lap one were Nico Rosberg and Vitaly Petrov. Vitaly? Vitaly, oh, Vitaly Petrov.
1: That's quite good actually. That was That's really quite
2: good. good. I was surprised myself <laughs> You look very happy with yourself.
1: We should do do a F1 driver name pronunciation.
2: Oh, no. Give yet.
0: We're taking a quick break from this fascinating That Time When podcast for a quick chat about our sponsor for this episode, Beer 52. Now, as it's beer-related, anyone under 18 needs to plug their ears. No exceptions. For being a loyal WTF1 listener, Beer52.com would like to reward you with a pack of eight free beers and all you need to do is cover the postage of £4.95, if you're 18 or over of course. Not only that, but because you listen to the best F1 podcast out there, they're going to give you another two beers for free. That's ten free beers! All you need to do is go to www.beer52.com forward slash WTF1 Claim this before the 17th of December to guarantee they arrive in time for Christmas. Now, if you've not heard of Beer 52, not only do they share the same number as the British Grand Prix has laps, they're also beer pioneers. They traverse the globe to find the best and most interesting beer from the greatest small batch breweries Planet Earth has to offer. Sign up to their club today and each month Beer 52 will deliver a case with a different theme straight to your door. Themes have included Germany, Korea, Norway, South Africa, California, Finland and many more, but they haven't forgotten their roots. The beauty of Beer52 is they don't hold you to ransom, there's no lock-in and you can choose to leave their monthly membership at any time. Order now and your first box will be sent to you next day. If this sounds thirst-quenching enough, head over to www.beer52.com forward slash WTF1 to get your first case of 10 beers for free. That's the word beer, then the numbers 52.com forward slash WTF1. Claim this unmissable deal by the 17th of December to guarantee pre-Christmas delivery. Remember to drink responsibly and did we mention, you must be 18 or over. This is also specific to UK only. Right, time to get back to the 2010 finale. Uh, so Vitali Petrov... Uh, I remember that name. He was very pivotal in it, weren't we? I imagine yes. we'll be mentioning his name Alonso a little bit later on. Triggered. Yeah. Yes. Um, so the championship challenges pit stops. So Webber first to pit, complaining of his options, which were the softer tyres, going off. So he pits on lap 11 at 55. Yes. Uh, then you, he rejoins in 16th place behind Rosberg and Petrov. Uh, and then you have Alonso who pits to counter Weber four laps later and that's what I'm kind of referring to before when I was saying that Alonso was very much watching Weber as opposed to anyone else uh, and rejoins just ahead of Weber but crucially behind Rosberg and Petrov yeah crucial
2: i think i think it would be quite easy and probably a lot of new fans are jumping on this now going oh classic ferrari bottling strategy <laughs> but to be fair to them you know they are going to cover weber weber is you know, the, main the, the main title yeah. challenger so of course they're going to react yeah. to Mark Webber
0: uh, whereas Vettel and Hamilton setting quicker lap times at the front than Alonso and Weber, even though they're on old tyres because they stayed on the softs right Or oh, the options yeah. it was um, quite
2: a, a tricky one I was watching the race back and um, the tyres wore out and basically what Ferrari were concerned about which is something Weber had done in previous races was Weber was going to fly through the field on these fresher new tyres and essentially make up the places on Alonso so they just covered him and thought we need to, I, we need we to stay to ahead of Weber yet. no matter what. Vettel and Hamilton aren't really in the title. We just need to stay ahead of Weber and we win the title. But unfortunately things didn't go to plan it because unfold of unfold that way. Many factors, <laughs> mainly. So, so a lot, yeah.
0: yeah mainly uh, a yellow car. A yellow car. Um, <laughs> Alonso and Weber uh, catch Petrov on lap eighteen, and then on lap twenty three, Hamilton pits and Vettel pits a lap later to cover him and remains in the net lead. Now getting on to Alonso versus Petrov. That lap yellow 23 car. Twenty three. So Alonso go for a pass on Petrov, but couldn't make it stick. I think there was an interesting team radio as well, wasn't he? He was complaining and moaning and crying that Petrov almost wouldn't. Oh no, was it maybe after the race? He was complaining yeah, about petrol. was not happy about He was his not driving. happy at all. Maybe swore petrol. You were well? just watching
2: the, the clip. He essentially just balls up an overtake, really. And
1: yeah, he goes, up he the goes too deep, doesn't he? And he locks up quite hard, doesn't he? Yeah. 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 Flies onto the uh, overrun.
2: Key, key point here no DRS. So we've been very sort of. We've mentioned a lot that Abu Dhabi is not the easiest place to overtake. Especially with no DRS. And imagine it with no DRS, which was what was happening in this race.
0: Um, so there's a big gap to the midfield as well is
2: that right? Uh, no, uh, no sorry not a bigger gap to the midfield sorry did I put big gap you to put the big gap no, that's right. Tommy <laughs> Tell me <laughs> out here it's cool uh, so <laughs> clear, sorry this was my defence of Alonso because I assume people listening to this would go well you yeah, Fernando Alonso yeah. has got to overtake Vitaly Petrov to win Vittely. the world title Vitaly. Um Vittely. to yeah. win the world title get it done surely with a title on the line he can lunge up the inside no DRS, Abu Dhabi, terrible track for overtaking, and you know Petrov wasn't in. No Williams, or worse he wasn't in the Williams, car. was yeah.
0: he? Um, I see what you mean now. Yeah, yeah. that the midfield was was close. It wasn't yeah. that big. We're talking, we're talking, yeah, like we see, yeah, you know, we're obviously. talking
2: like half a second in qualifying, and you know they're they at the end of the race, they'd be twenty seconds back, but not a lap down.
0: Yeah. So it becomes clear now uh, with Alonso's ball up move um, that. Uh,
2: he actually has to pass Petrov to
0: win the title. So this was this the yeah. fifth and
2: sixth, was it? Uh, no, so when the order shook out, uh, once everyone had had their pit stops, the order was Vettel, Hamilton, Button, Rosberg, Kubica, Petrov, oh, Alonso and, and Weber. Okay. So Weber and Alonso were... Seventh and eighth. Seventh and eighth, is that? Yeah, I mean,
0: that's what you just counted out, so...
2: Seventh and eighth, yeah. Yeah. Um, and Alonso essentially needed to get fifth to win the title. So, and like you're saying, he's been stuck behind Petrov forever. <laughs> you and mean, like, Legend forever?
0: says he's yeah. still stuck behind Petrov. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you had Vettel out in front, leading, even though it was clear now Alonso couldn't pass Petrov. It was a nervous final lapse. I, I remember the whole, you know, those few last few laps. Obviously, mm. Vettel leading,
2: and and then there was that wait when he came over the line as well. Yeah, you were saying about me being a Vettel fan. Obviously, I was. A, a big Vettel fan at the time, and I was very nervous because, of, especially because of what I mentioned earlier, he'd been leading the race in Korea, and he thought this is Vettel's chance to get mm. in the title hunt. Finally, had a had a failure. I think we did another that time when about Bahrain with the endurance track, mm. and Vettel in that race had an issue as well, where you know he'd had a problem. So yeah, it was very nerve wracking because. Watching that race, it felt like the Red Bull was quite an unreliable car. And you know, if Vettel retires, Alonso will win the title.
0: So you were a little bit nervous. I was a little bit nervous. The last ten laps were very
2: nerve-wracking. At what
1: point did the commentators realise that it it was looking sure that Vettel was going to actually take the championship? Uh, I think everyone realised
2: once um, Ferrari had told Alonso. He needs to get past Petrov. And then I think he'd made the move. He didn't stick. He went back behind him. And I think maybe 10, 15 laps went behind and went by. And they came back on the radio and said, you really need to pass Petrov. This is <laughs> critical. You have to overtake him. Please, 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 yeah, please, please yeah, yeah. overtake him. Because it was, it was, it, it was actually it was quite overtake. hard to watch, wasn't it? Because mm. it was desperation. It was desperation. He just couldn't do anything, to be fair to him. You just couldn't get close, you couldn't overtake, and yeah. At this point, everyone knew that if uh, everyone actually, apart from Vettel, which we're we'll going to in a minute, but uh, everyone knew that you know Vettel just had to bring the car home in first, and he would be champion.
0: So Vettel did bring the car home. To win the race and became champion. And it was a very emotional uh, moment, wasn't it? And uh, Vettel's reaction. So, Red Bull waited until everyone crossed the line because of potentially what happened in Brazil 2008. They saw another Ferrari smashing
2: down the sign or something. It was really funny, actually, watching back that it looks so ridiculous now that Robert Kubica was in fifth and there there was a 20 second gap to Petrov. Mm. And, you know, there was absolutely no way that he wasn't going to win the title. Yeah. But because of what happened in Brazil, they were still like, oh, I Maybe. need to just count it's down just, just, just in case the two Renaults suddenly explode. Exploded, yeah. Which, yeah. which no, you never have, know.
0: Could have happened. Uh, so, yeah. Vettel broke down in tears after being told he is the world champion for the first time ever. And he was the youngest world champion in history and never led the title, as you mentioned earlier, throughout the entire yeah, what a season. That is crazy. Ridiculous to think about. I know it's happened a few times in history. Uh, hasn't twice it? in but history. Twice. There you go. Boom. It's
2: first time since James Hunt in 1976. Okie dokey. Thank you so much, Tommy, the fountain of knowledge. Nerdy <laughs> <Daddy> uh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: Alonso's reaction, which I think I, I touched upon earlier, is very angry, throwing his hands up at Petrov after the race, which is such a, a petulant thing to do. You know, yes. I know obviously he's angry that he's lost the title, but what's Petrov? Oh, come, come through, mate. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So-
1: sorry, sorry, I forgot you're, you're chasing the world championship. Yeah. I'll just. Uh, Shift yeah, the way, we'll shall I?
0: Let should everyone because we're best mates. Past? Should Vettel right? stop? I mean, yeah. you know, ridiculous. Mm. Um, Race for it. I know. Yeah, and exactly. he did, and he, and he did, but he just couldn't. He couldn't get past. Which, uh, yeah, a bit sad for him. That but... was
1: a, a, a big part of the whole, like, Alonso. Um, yeah, I think people
2: of... started to get a bit sort of, you know, he's got an arrogant side to him that people didn't like,
1: and not a extremely successful Ferrari campaign for him, was it?
2: Yeah, well, I guess people thought at that point, well. He was very close, away in the title He'll get another one.
0: Oopsie! Uh, so the fans' reaction: uh, dramatic end to the championship, but disappointment. A bit of a boring finale.
2: Yeah, Fair it wasn't. It was you know, it was exciting for the tension, but the actual but in terms overtake, I mean, the of the past. I guess, similar uh, to uh, Hamilton and Rosberg in 2016, right? That yeah. race was. It wasn't tense. Ex- yeah, It was yeah. Tense, but tense, but it wasn't exciting. But there was no. It was almost like no one can overtake. Well,
0: just because Rosberg overtook Verstappen. So, are you mad? <laughs> uh and they also questioned whether finale should be abu Dhabi due to the overtaking difficulty which is um, still which is still is, a question yeah. and uh you still know, i'm still sure there'll be many comments question about right. brazil or well hip, i think whatever. they're
1: looking because obviously uh one's just announced their sustainability program and by 20 oh, yes, 25 be, and by 2030 so 2025 they want to be some, like i can't remember the yeah, stages but zero um, or by 2030 they want to be like completely carbon neutral mm. part of that is a look at rearranging the calendar so that it's the most efficient. It's and... all in England. Yes. Perfect. Well, all in Europe. Let's just put it all in Europe. No, that'd be that'd be sad because be the, yeah, yeah. the flyaways and, as we've just said, like, pl- like tracks like Brazil are awesome. Um, but that might rejig Abu Dhabi yeah. being the final.
2: It's pretty enough, best order. Just f- get Abu Dhabi as yeah. far yeah, away yeah, from yeah. the That's... finale as possible.
1: Well, I think someone, someone put together a little graphic of... Um... So it's the season
2: opener. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, it would be, wouldn't it?
1: <laughs> okay, well, Bahrain, Abu Dhabi, Bahrain...
2: Uh, what else? Is there any other circuit you with could, A? If, Australia. Yeah, yeah. No, That's no, a no. country. Damn. No.
1: <laughs> but if you do if you do if you yes, did Marina. do it that way.
2: Oh damn, they'd still be laughing. Zandvoort. No, we'd be fine. We'd be fine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but if if we um if you did do it that way, think about it. You could take two weeks off work and go and see two potentially two Grand Prix. Exactly. Yeah, that'd be be sick. That would be good. I'd like that that would be like F one fans dream. Because no, I guess similarly like Mexico and US are back to back, so no. Technically, you could probably get away yeah. with doing both of those, but
2: there was talks of making mini championships, wasn't there, between the continents as well? Oh, interesting. So cool. mm. anyway. Interesting to see how that unfolds. Anyway, that's it. We done. Yeah. That time. What, when... a, what a season. Shame What about a
0: me. season. Let's have another one of those in twenty twenty, shall we? Ten years on. That'll
2: be. Uh, That'll be lovely to see, wouldn't it? Yeah. Four drivers. Five drive. Five drivers. Why not? Why
0: not? Thank you so much for watching, listening, watching for the first time ever. I actually got it right because usually you have a go at me for saying thank you yeah. for watching. Today you did watch. You did it. Or listen. listen. (laughs) Both. Watched and listened. Uh, Cool. Thank you so much for listening, watching, and we'll see you very soon for another That Time When podcast. Slash video podcast. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. You going to say bye, Jess? Bye.